good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and ladies and gentlemen, today I am talking to myself. And, uh, you know, I got to thinking, um, somebody the other day, I was hanging out with them, and, you know, is a, a friend of my roommates, and we were chilling out together, and they cut up some tomatoes and put them on my plate where we were having lunch. And she says, I know, I know you don't like tomatoes, but I need you to eat them. And I was like, what for? And she says, because they're a superfood, and they're very good for you. And I thought, well, while I know they're probably good for me, what makes them a superfood? which she says, they're just really good for you and they have a lot of vitamins. And I said, well, then wouldn't that make all vegetables or fruits good for you? I don't understand. So I was like, you know, you, know, you hear the term superfood a lot. Like I heard somebody talk about that flax seed. Flax is a superfood. Or, um, you know, somebody says, oh, you got to eat a bunch of berries. Berries are superfoods. I'm like, well, okay, then what makes them so super? What allows them to don a cape and to be called super? I don't, I don't understand. What, what? What are you doing to me here? What are you doing to me? Tell me this food is, is, is super, you know? I thought cake was super. Is that not a super food? So I got to doing a little bit of research, as you know, that I'm wanting to do. And I thought, all right, what is a super food? So it turns out, this is like so obvious now that I've read it. Superfoods is just a fancy word that people use for marketing so that people buy more shit. People buy more of their of, of your stuff, right? Um... There are there are companies that have called the FDA and said, hey, you know, if you say that uh, there was some Hawaiian company that said, hey, if you say that our macadamia nuts, uh, you should our macadamia nuts are probably a good way to decrease like uh, heart disease or whatever. And so the FDA, for some reason, agreed. I didn't look too far into it, but then they they had to release like a very carefully read um, statement that said, oh, the, these Hawaiian macadamia nuts, along with a low blah 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 diet may help decrease the risk of blah 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 I'm thinking like well if you put may in front of it then it's like you know <laughs> anything's possible it's kind of like when you when you see those drug commercials and um they say oh may cause diarrhea vomiting blah 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 and blah 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 and you're like oh do, do, do I take the drug now because that's a lot of things that it may cause for this one thing that I'm trying to get rid of you know I want to get rid of a cold but I don't want to get diarrhea to replace my cold you know I want to get I want to get rid of cancer but I don't you know, I don't want to get HIV because I'm trying to. I'm not trying to replace it with whatever the hell it is that you're giving me. So I think that's interesting. That's making me look at how things are labeled much differently now. That word may. That word may is is, is interesting. So anyway, sorry. I looked a little bit farther, and people call it a superfood again because it's 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 marketable, but also they say they call it because it's a particular food that they think has more antioxidants in it. And you know, you hear the word antioxidant, and you 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 think. Well, what's an antioxidant? It's got anti in it. It's got oxidant in it. It must be something that fights oxidants. That is opposite of oxidants. It is the 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 antioxidant. So I was like, well, what the hell is an oxidant? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, you know, I mean, it's got oxidant, but it's not tox. Oxygen, oxidant. What does that mean? Do I not want oxidants? So I looked into that too, because I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend like I know. I know antioxidants are good. People always say, "Oh, those are high in antioxidants." You're like, well, those sound like they're great for me. I must, I must partake in the antioxidants. You know. So here I am looking at that. So we look at it, um, and so I actually had medical news today open uh, among a couple of other pages because you know it sounds smart enough for me to get some information from. 
And so they say, in this article, we define the qualities as a, as a superfood and provide some common examples of their benefits. So we'll talk about those a little bit. But I want to see what, um, what, uh, what, what they think are superfoods here. So berries, of course, the number one. Obviously berries. But why berries? Why the hell are berries up there? You know? So, you know, berry sandwich. Um, so apparently, um, some people consider them a, super, a superfood because... Uh, they say they have high nutritional density, meaning they provide a substantial amount of nutrients with very little calories. So I could see there if you're like, all right, if you eat like 18 of these things, the caloric intake is not nearly as much, but you still get higher health benefits because of it. So if you're adding a ratio there, all right, I see that little O ratio sands, fine, whatever, right? And so they also say they have a lot of antioxidants in them and vitamins. Now, I'm not going to go into the vitamins, but the antioxidants are where, why I'm here. What the fuck? Are antioxidants and where are the uncle oxidants at you know so apparently antioxidants at least according to this um according to this particular definition don't worry i'm gonna look further i'm gonna i'm gonna jump around but it says antioxidants are natural molecules that occur in certain foods okay got it they help neutralize free radicals in our bodies Ooh, they're going after the rebels the radicals mm. And they say free radicals are natural byproducts of energy production that can wreak havoc on the body. So apparently as your body's burning energy and creating energy and taking all these calories and foods and all sorts of chemicals in, um, just as your processes are moving along and doing their daily bodily things, these things are created and they're like, yeah, see, we escaped from the clutches of the, the, the germ place. We've got to gotta go and, and, and uh, break into the heart's jail. and Yeah, the heart's jail. <laughs> The heart's bank. <laughs> Fuck. I fucked up my analogy now. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm moving on. So, um, you know, so they typically say that an the reason antioxidants are good is because there are some of these free radicals have close links to a lot of the main, you know, main uh, uh, diseases or conditions that we often hear about in the world, right? Like heart disease is a big one. Cancer, obviously. Uh, things like stroke, Parkinson's, respiratory problems. Um, they even mentioned things like arthritis and did I say arthritis already? If I didn't, arthritis um, or or uh, different immune deficiencies, which you know I didn't know. Um, now I'm, I'd like to learn more about these free radicals because I'm wondering like what 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 are they? Um, now some people tend to think that if you just get all these superfoods though that you're just you're good, that's it. But there is such thing as a um, as too much of a good thing, and typically dietitians and nutritionists especially dietitians more so than nutritionists. I, have, I know somebody who'd be really upset if I called them a nutritionist when they're a dietitian. Don't get me started on that, though. Um, that, you know, you want to have a variety of things, not just that one thing. I know a guy who says, well, I eat blueberries every day. Tons and tons of blueberries. His diet in general isn't all that great, and that's not to say mine is. But I eat blueberries every day. Blueberries are a superfood. I'm thinking, like, well, you don't look any more any healthier than I am. <laughs> Are you eating bad berries? Where are you getting your berries from, man? Um, it just seems like, you know, you can have one or two superfoods, but if the rest of your foods are not so super, then what the hell's the point? You know? Like, like you get your fruit from drinking one cup of orange juice a day. Maybe that's not enough. Um, so, you know, there are also things called flavonoids, uh, or flavonoids, I don't know how they pronounce them, but they also help prevent things like coronary heart disease and cancer. Um, but they pretty much just say in here, in this particular article, they say, look, you don't have to find these particular superfoods to get all these benefits. They pretty much just say that typically fruits and vegetables and nuts in general are what you need in your diet. That's the, the most naturally occurring things 
um, that you can just get uh, to have, you know, all these things that you want, like nice hair, nice nails, a good complexion, good energy, all this stuff. So, I mean, we don't have to go and buy a superfood just because someone says, oh, that tomato's a superfood. Screw that noise. Do you need, do you need a tomato right now? Do you even like tomatoes? I'll eat ketchup. I don't really like to eat tomatoes. You know, and I know ketchup isn't a superfood and it's been processed and blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut, shut, shut your face. Um, but let's go into a little bit more about some of these superfoods, right? We talked about berries. So, apparently, um, I'm learning that uh, high levels of flavonoids and berries are really like the equally or more so than antioxidants is what helps fight off a lot of these antitoxins that, or these toxins in our body, right? So, you know, of course, acai berries, I know the acai bowls and everything are, are pretty popular. Uh, blueberries, of course, are on here. Cranberries, too. Um, they can help lower the risk of urinary tract infections. And uh, I knew a few people that had UTIs. So, you know, just how you, how you get them, I don't know. But uh, maybe a couple of blueberries and cranberries a day might not be such a bad idea. Right? So, uh, you know, I had a note here somewhere that I want to talk about that because I thought this was really funny. Oh, essentially, it's not wasn't funny, but it was interesting. They said that typically when you're looking at your plate, uh, and this is why berries pop up more frequently than not, because they say if you're ever looking at your plate when you're eating and everything's usually like brown or dark in color, um, typically that means it's not very high in antioxidants or flavonoids, which is why you want something that's brightly colored or leafy greens or dark greens. Like dark leafy greens are like the closest to, you know, the more darker colored stuff to say like if it's brown or if it's, if it's black or dark in color or whatever chances are um you know i guess part of it is just because of these antioxidants and flavonoids that are in there it does help produce more of these colors and makes them look healthier and, and more appealing so i guess that's just nature's way of saying hey you know these are nice colors you should come and put put these in your mouth but don't don't eat don't eat all the colorful things that berries here you go right here all right just because it's colorful doesn't always mean you should put it in your mouth. Sometimes nature has brightly colored things occurring in nature to trick you because plants are mean and because animals are trying to protect themselves. So if you see a brightly colored frog, don't put that in your mouth. And not all brightly colored berries are ripe for you to eat, or even when they are ripe, should you eat them. So in short, maybe maybe not just put random things you find in nature in your mouth okay cool anyway you heard it here first <laughs> so you know they also talk about soy they say soy is pretty pretty good to uh good to have because apparently it helps um uh it helps reduce um bad cholesterol essentially you know i don't quite know all the ins and outs of what's good or what bad cholesterol is but I know that if they have enough to label it as good and bad al yeah, alcohol, al good and bad cholesterol, then that may may maybe we don't we don't want that. Um, so there's there's a quote here that says a few studies have shown that soy may prevent age-related memory loss. Soy isoflavins, isoflavin, might also reduce bone loss and increase bone mineral density during menopause. Can't wait for that, as well as decreasing menopausal symptoms. Well, there you go. All of my listeners who I know are, are approaching that age might already be there. Look forward to that, you know, or don't look forward to that because soy, baby, that's what's up. What if that comes in soy milk? If somebody told me that soy milk causes cancer, you know what? I have to look real quick because that's been bothering me. I stopped buying soy milk because they scared me. Does soy milk cause cancer? I'm taking a brief um, detour. 
Soy and cancer risk. Let's see. There's cancer.org. We've got to go to that. WebMD. We've got to go to that too because they, they'll, they'll never let me down. Uh, just because I'm curious. Like, is there... Um, you know, some of the misunderstandings come from the fact that studies in people and studies in animals may show different results. Some animal studies, rodents that were exposed to high doses of compounds found in soy, such as soy and soy called isoflavins, showed an increased risk of breast cancer. This is thought to be because isoflavins in soy can act like estrogen in the body, and increased estrogen has been linked to certain types of breast cancer. Now, I didn't know that about increased estrogen. Um, but the evidence does not point to any dangers from eating soy in people, and the health benefits appear to outweigh any potential risk. In fact, there is growing evidence that eating traditional soy foods such as tofu, tempeh, edamame, miso, and soy milk may lower the risk of breast cancer, especially among, among Asian women. Soy foods are excellent sources of protein, especially when they replace other less healthy foods such as animal fats, red, or processed meats. Soy foods have been linked to lower rates of heart disease and may even help lower cholesterol. Well, according to cancer, cancer.org, um, uh, yeah. Alright, so let's talk, let's look, go to WebMD real quick. Um, see, WebMD says the same thing. Uh, a study from a study showed that a diet high in soy didn't increase the chance of developing breast cancer and may even reduce that risk. Well, there you go, look at that. If WebMD, they even talk about Asian cultures here too, how it's actually helpful in Asian women. I wonder why that is. Um, in Asian cultures where people eat a lot of soy from a young age, there are lower rates of breast cancer. And in those societies, people still eat soy in its traditional forms. Meanwhile, another analysis of eight studies showed that those who got the most soy isoflavins, about the amount of serving tofu, were 29% less likely to get the disease compared to those who got the least. Holy shit, man, I've been avoiding, like, all the soy milk and all these soy products because someone scared me into thinking that I was going to get fucking cancer. Oh, God, and breast cancer. I didn't even know breast cancer. Someone just said cancer. It's breast cancer, which is the main one. And I know guys can get it, too. It's very rare, but it's possible. But here I am, freaking out over nothing, because someone told me not to drink my god dang... Oh, man, I'm... <clears throat> I've been drinking almond milk, which is also fine, but I really like my soy milk people, alright? I like my soy milk provider, I like my soy milk company, I like my soy milk, okay? And now I feel like I want some, and I don't have any, and it's really upsetting. But anyway, moving on. Thank you, Medical News Today, for inspiring me to go look elsewhere for information. <laughs> So, now where are we? Um, teas, of course, tea. Tea's always good. After I got my septum fixed last year, I'm able to taste tea now, and I like tea. I love it, especially when it's not super sugary, because I always had to sugar it up because I couldn't taste it. Now, now I can taste tea. I'm so excited to taste tea, you guys. <laughs> I'm so excited to like it that, like, it just, I'm just, I'm blown away. And I actually don't have to buy that sugary tea, that processed tea in the bottles or anything. I can just mix it in a teacup, pour the hot water on there, mm, just wait, let it steep. You know, that's the hard part for me is letting it steep. I just, I just want to drink it so bad. Um, but the, there's a study that also suggests that both green and white tea had reduced stress levels and that white tea had an even greater effect. Um, well, that's nice. What's white tea? Have I ever had white tea? They say that green tea has anti-inflammatory and anti-carcinogenic properties, which I knew some of that already. Um... Lower calories, great hydration, good source of antioxidants. Can't beat that, baby. If, if I were, if I were a business, if my name were just a business, you know what? Shares a lot. Here, here shares a lot. Slogan: <laughs> Few calories, good for hydration, great source of antioxidants. Right there. Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> then of course we got leafy greens, and that's one that I am guilty of not eating a lot of. Um, I have such a hard time literally processing them or chewing them. 
Um, I've always been a texture guy because of my, my uh, septum issue for so many years that I just stayed away from things that I solely had to base off of texture because a lot of vegetables didn't taste like anything to me. And so I always went by texture, and so like I was like, ugh. So that's been a, that's been a battle for me, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm getting better at it. Um, so they say, you know, kale, spinach. Spinach, I know, is supposed to be a pretty good one, especially. i got to work more of that in there. Rich in A, C, E, and K virus. Yeah, K virus, shit. No, I don't want that. We <laughs> already got the coronavirus spreading out there. We don't want the, the K virus. Vitamins A, C, E, and K, and B vitamins is what I meant to say. They say one cup of kale provides 550 micrograms of vitamin K, equivalent to over 680% of a person's daily need. Kale and other leafy greens are good in fiber and water content, both of which help prevent, you know what, constipation. Now they also mentioned salmon. I don't have a lot of salmon in my life. I should probably try to eat more of that. I'm not much of a fish guy, but I know that, um, you know, they got the omega-3s and heart disease risk, or, or, or lowered risk. I gotta try. Now, dark chocolate, or what I like to call chocolate, uh, yeah, all day, baby, all freaking day. Now, this is one of the ones that goes against, uh, that comment I made earlier about how if you look at your foods and it's more bright and shinier in color, it's usually higher in antioxidants. This is one that I guess is an exception, um, because flavonoids demonstrate antioxidant activity and they prevent coronary heart disease and certain types of cancer and they boost your immune system. The component in chocolate specifically responsible for these benefits is cacao powder. Manufacturers derive this from cacao beans. Bear in mind that chocolate may have added ingredients such as sugar that might negate these benefits. So you gotta get the pure stuff, that 70, the ones that say like 70% cacao on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're so good. Grapes. I love grapes. Everybody should eat grapes. Oh, so good. Now there's something in them called Reservatrol, the polyphenol found in what in wine is what makes this very heart healthy. Grapes in general, there's like nothing bad about it. There's the biggest paragraph on everything on grapes, man. Oh, I gotta get more grapes in my life. Uh, in, a, in a study from a few years ago, they found that um, that Reservatrol can protect against diabetic neuropathy. I don't know what that is, but it sounds awful. Let's click. Let's learn together. Let's learn. It's a complication of diabetes that results in damage to the nervous system. It's a progressive disease and symptoms get worse over time. Oh, shit. That sounds awful. Oh, I see. It like, starts to paralyze parts of you. Wow, there's a lot. There's a laundry list of stuff on here. Holy cow. That's like a whole other episode. Jesus. Wow, that sounds terrible. If you have diabetic neuropathy or, or um, anything of that sort of retinopathy, I'm sorry. Stay strong. Guys, that sounds shitty. Um, so anyway, they say that the preservatrol in these grapes can help um, stave off some of those things, and it helps treat Alzheimer's disease. Um, which is interesting. How about that? Researchers have also found that Reservatrol to be treating beneficial for treating Alzheimer's disease, relieving hot flashes, mood swings associated with menopause, and improving blood glucose control. Wow. I mean, there's, apparently they're still doing testing, but that's, that's pretty great if you already have early signs of that. That's pretty wonderful. Uh, another flavonoid that occurs in grapes is called quercetin. It's a natural anti-inflammatory that appears to reduce the risk of atherosclerosis. Never heard of it before against damage caused by LDL cholesterol in animal studies. And it also has beneficial um, uh, pieces that help fight against cancer cells as well. Holy shit, man, I always knew there was something with grapes. I knew it. I just, I just knew, I knew that that was a thing to get behind. I just, I, I always knew in my heart that everybody should eat grapes. 
Let's see, let's see what this word what this word means. I'm gonna listen to my headphones real quick. Atherosclerosis, that's how it's pronounced, boys and girls. If the disease of the artery is characterized by the deposition of plaques of fatty of fatty material on their inner walls. Oh, so it's stuff that kind of plugs up the old arteries, huh? We don't we don't want that. Eat grapes, people. Eat grapes. So I'm gonna read these quick tips because I thought they were very they were very fun. So they say, look at the colors on your plate. Is all of your food brown or beige? That is likely that antioxidant levels are low. Add in foods that are rich in color like kale, beets, and berries. So that was where I got that from. The other ones say to add shredded greens to soups and stir fries. That's what I need to do so I can get them. I can get them in my diet without having to eat them plain. Add berries to oatmeal, cereal, salads. Oh, that's a good idea. Oatmeal. I eat oatmeal every day, man. I can put my berries in. Ooh, that's a great idea. I gotta write that down. Guys, I'm learning so much today. So much that I missed the first time around. Make sure you have a fruit or a vegetable every time you eat, including meals and snacks. Oh, I should. I eat a lot of cheese sticks. I gotta stop that. I have allergies. Cheese, milk in general, not good for somebody who has allergies because it just messes you up. Have a daily green or a matcha tea. I gotta write down matcha tea. You know, I'm actually writing this down too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me some matcha tea, guys. Um, let's see. Make turmeric, cumin, oregano, ginger, clove, and cinnamon your go-to spices to amp up the antioxidant contents in your meals. Hmm, how can I add those to my daily mix of potatoes? <laughs> I always have potatoes. I'm told potatoes are good for you, but you shouldn't eat them all the time. Okay, cinnamon. That's not a bad idea. I've heard cinnamon's actually very, very good for you. Um, snack on nuts and seeds, especially Brazilian nuts and sunflower seeds and dried fruit with no sugar or added salt. Should. And even have some fun little, um, uh, 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 recipes developed by dietitians like acai berry bowl, chocolate banana smoothie. Ooh, that sounds good. Spinach basil pesto, matcha vegetable curry. Oh, what's that? Let's look at that. You guys, I know you guys can't see it, but I'm going to click around and look anyway, because I'm curious. Ooh, that's such a pretty dish. I know, I know for sure that mine would not, would not look that, like that at all. Organic matcha, matcha vegetable curry. That does look very good, but that's like presentation. That's like top chef shit right there. Let's see. They talk about supplements. Apparently, taking superfoods in supplement form is not the same as getting the nutrients from the real foods. Many supplements contain ingredients that can cause a strong biological effect on the body. Oh, really? Interesting. Supplements might also interact with other medications. Taking supplements could result in vitamin or mineral toxicity. After recovery, effect, they can affect recovery after surgery and trigger other side effects. And they have like other ways to do it. Uh, you want to beware of ones that say that, that the product is totally safe or works better than a prescription drug. Remember that natural doesn't always mean safe. That's a good point. Um, that's a whole other episode. I take supplements. I take I take magnesium. Maybe I shouldn't be taking that magnesium. You know what? I'm not going to let it scare me. I'm going to do my research because somebody told me something scary about so soy milk and I stopped drinking that. So I'm not going to let this tell me. It's not saying that supplements are bad. It's just saying that not all supplements are good and that you need to be picky about which ones you use and make sure that you're getting some benefit from them. That way you're not just wasting your money or your time or endangering your body with new chemicals being placed inside of it. So, anyway, that was just me trying to learn a little bit. I hope that was educational for you, um, stuff that I didn't know. Part of my problem is, you know, I, I'm gradually expanding my palate. I had a very poorly trained palate for many, many years because of my septum problem. And um, now that I have it fixed, I'm like, ah, oh, man, some things started, are starting to taste. I like something. 
or like certain foods that I thought were really good, I still like them, but it's hard to eat a lot more of it now, like sweets especially. I used to dive real heavily into sweets, especially like puddings and jellies and, um, you know, different, like very rich um, desserts. And I realize now that I can't put them away the same way I used to because like it's it's a lot for my palate to take. And I, I still like them, but now I'm like, ooh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of flavor. So now I'm getting more used to eating. Uh, um, I do, I have been including more vegetables and some more fruits in my diet. And it's getting easier to process them and to eat them and to enjoy them. I guess you have to retrain your palate to like things. And I said it's exciting. Actually, some of the stuff I didn't notice the first couple times through. Um, you know, I definitely didn't. I missed the matcha tea thing too. Putting spices in my food—that's a great idea. Kind of change things up and get some more health benefits out of that. Uh, I definitely got to get some more tea in my life. That's that's for true. Definitely got to do some more of that. Um, HP greens, yeah, I definitely should. Dark chocolate, love dark chocolate. Fun story about dark chocolate before I wrap up here. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I always hated. You know, I was the nice kid. You know, I was I was the middle kid, and I always let my brothers and sisters and friends go before me. So anytime that there was candy, people always picked out the milk chocolates and things, and I was always was left with dark chocolate, or I would get like one milk chocolate piece. Or at Halloween time. You know, we lived in a small town. People would just leave a bowl on their porch and trust that we were just going to take one. Um, and I always got the dark chocolate, man. I hated it every year. Until one day, I was like, you know what? If I make myself like dark chocolate, then it's all going to be for left for me. And no one's going to fight me over it. It's going to be the one thing I like that nobody else likes. So I adapted. Learned to like dark chocolate. And now it's like one of my favorite things. Uh, it's probably why I'm like the most healthy guy ever. Um, but, you know, you, you, you can learn to adapt. You can adapt and then conquer um, by eating dark chocolate. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, I think that's it for now. Um, so thank you again to everybody who makes it this far. Uh, you have no idea how much that means to me. Uh, sincerely, um, I feel very, um, very lucky to have people who support me in this. This is very scary for me. And sometimes I don't know what direction this thing's going to go. Sometimes I lose inspiration. Sometimes I don't really know what my voice is yet. I'm kind of trying different things that I want to learn about. Sometimes it's harder to sound like an authority than, an authority than others in them. Uh, but it's fun to kind of learn alongside the listener like I did a little bit today. And I hope that that's maybe something that you enjoy. And if you do, I'd, I'd love some feedback. Um, and uh, so, uh, as I've been mentioning lately, I've been... I'm on social media now, which shares a lot, so my Facebook page is growing slowly but steadily. Now, unfortunately, not all of them are translating from uh, Facebook likers to podcast liker yet, so i got to get people to jump in there, so I'm still working on that. So if you're on the page, you know, share stuff on the page or, or you know, um, start a group or, 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 or forward something. If you really do like it and you think that there's value in, in it, you know, please tell other people. I would I would love that very much. Um and uh, it, it would mean a lot to me. Um, so I'm on Facebook. It shares a lot. You can find me on Instagram, which is also shares a lot. And I'm on the Twitter. I don't use the Twitter as much, but it's there. Uh, it's um, Adam shares a lot. If I get a lot of interaction on there, then I'll use more Twitter too. Um, so please come and talk to me. It'd be fun. Um, and uh, let me know what you think and any feedback that you might have. So in the meantime, uh, as always, uh, from the bottom of my heart and hopefully tears, I hope you're taking care of your mind and taking care of your heart. And most importantly, as always, and I mean this sincerely, taking care of each other. Um, the, the world sucks sometimes, and sometimes it's great. And whether you're helping somebody through a tough time, 
or if you just want to celebrate with somebody and enjoy their company. I think it's important that we do that, that we stick together whenever we can, and um, just be good to one another. So I hope that you're doing that. And uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon, so be safe out there, all right?